anybody else wants to come with me, this moment will be the moment of something real and fun and inspiring. And we will do it together. Hello and welcome to Cruising Together, the show that is real, fun, and inspiring. It sure is. And we do it together? We sure do. And we are watching, chronologically, movies starring Tom Cruise Maypother. Yes, full name, Thomas Cruise Maypother. Number four. Number four. And this is number four. Well, the movie that we're talking about today. Why don't we tell, before we get to that, why don't we tell people who we are? Go ahead. Why don't you start? My name is Chris Jeruso. I am a host of Cruising Together. And my name is Greg Shegel, and I am another host of Cruising Together. Now can I say what I was going to say before? Say it. Don't spray it. All right. Can you remind me what I was saying? Because I don't remember. <laughs> that was six seconds ago. We have a special guest. <laughs> that was not what you were saying. I know, but I don't remember, so let's move along. We had said the fourth, and then you were going to talk about this being the fourth. This is the fourth Mission Impossible movie in the Mission Impossible franchise. Does four make a franchise? I think three makes a franchise. I think three's company. In fact, I would say that Mission Impossible is a franchise at one because it was based on a TV show. Wait, it's two's company, three's a crowd, four's a franchise, right? Yes. Now we know. And we have a franchise on our hands. We do have a franchise. Mission Impossible 4 Ghost Protocol. It's a franchise. It's a franchise. It's a French fries. What? Now, technically, while this is the fourth installment, this is the fifth time we're discussing a Mission Impossible movie because we do our special version episode, R.E. Rogue Nation. We probably also talked about it on the pilot. So is this the sixth time? I'm saying specifically, like the pilot, we talked about all the movies. All right. Five five times. I'm saying when, when we... Five times. I'm talking about when we... Five times I'm talking Impossible. about when we, as the hosts of this show, focus our laser beam uninterrupted focus on a movie the way we do this would be technically let's call it 4.5 okay but it is the fourth film in the mission impossible franchise mission impossible ghost protocol the scare the spookiest one yet it's the first one where they, they took the number off you had your mission impossible you had your mission impossible 2 mission impossible 3 mission impossible Ghost Protocol. Yeah. They know that... Enough with the numbers. They know that the public can't count past three. If you say four, that's intimidating. Like, oh, I didn't... But I didn't see one through three. I need to see one through three? No. Now we just call it Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, and then people go, there's no number there. I can just well, go also, see it. Also, I think what happens is they say Mission Impossible 4, and then Marcy from Magnolia goes, for what? For what? For what? For what? For what? Yeah. And then they don't know what to do with it. Marketing. Exactly. Speaking of marketing. Our guest. Our guest is not named Mark. And he doesn't have a marketing job. But I think he works in design, which could be connected to marketing. Well, 
marketers employ designers. That's true. This connection. But here's what's important about our guest. Aside from the fact that he is an old friend and a charming fellow. It's exciting. What's exciting is we have had, at this point, over 30 guests on this show. Is this a 30 for 30? That's not what makes it exciting. What makes it exciting is we've been doing this show now for a good long while, and we have never had a guest named Tom. Now, technically... Let that sink in. Yeah. Now, wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be great if our guest's name was Robert? Like, I just all that set up for nothing? No. It'd be, guest, fir- it'd be the first time that we ever had set up for nothing. <laughs> our guest is a Thomas. He sure is. A Tomas. He's a that Tommy. too. I don't know. I don't know. A Tom. I don't think I've ever heard anyone call him Tommy. I think he'd punch somebody in the face if they tried to call him Tommy. I think we're going to have to ask him. Let's introduce our guest, Chris. Take it away. We have actually, should we mention, we, his name has been mentioned on the podcast previous episodes. We can His mention, name has come up a number of not times. Not only can we mention it, you just did. All right. <laughs> Thomas. I'm going to say it wrong now. Every time I think about it, I say it wrong. Thomas Velasquez. How you doing? Coming in a little hot, Thomas. Stop, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm not there very we good. go. I'm Perfect. Sorry. Wow. Not very good microphones. Sorry. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Thomas Velasquez. And correction, I do work in marketing. Creative marketing is my department. So I stand super corrected. excitement there. I'm sure your audience is now riveted. Well, now they can find you. <laughs> can we go back and redo the part where you said speaking of marketing? Well, I want to go back and understand why you thought you were mispronouncing his last name. I remember one time I said Velasquez. Which is incorrect. Oh, yeah. You don't do that. And uh, and Julio immediately jumped on me. Julio, for it. past guest, pre- previous guest, guest of Julio our most last episode. That's how you say it, right? Most last episode. That is the most deaf last episode. Yeah. Yes. Julio jumped on me, or actually, he directed his his rage <laughs> toward Thomas. He said, "He just called you Velasquez." <laughs> and when you say Julio, you mean yours truly, Tom Cruise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. And Thomas just sent just said to Julio, "What do you want me to do?" <laughs> In response to me saying his name. It do you, honestly doesn't bother me. What do you want me? me to do? It doesn't bother me. It only bothered me one time in college, and that was because I was pulling a teacher's chain because she was such a bee. So she called me Pulling her chain like pulling her leg? Yeah, kind of pulling thing? her leg. Okay. Yanking her chain. Well, yeah. I never said I was smart. You yank a chain, you pull, pull a leg. leg. <laughs> right. You rub her behind. Um, Whoa. I think you rub a lamp. Uh, well, lamp behind is the same thing. A genie comes out of both. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> At least, that's the, something. at least the booties I rub, genius come out of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's rubbing all sounds, kinds of butts. Sounds like a wishful stinking. It's a straight of up genie. butt rubber. Wishful stinking. That's a <laughs> that's a Smitty's book. That is Smitty's one of one of Smitty's many creations. Wishful stinking. Kid who accidentally eats a genie, and the genie comes out every time he farts. See that? So I was right. You were right the whole time. So do people ever call you Tommy? No, I was called Tommy from kindergarten to about sixth grade. So the no was a lie. (laughs) You said, do people ever call me Tommy? You didn't say have people ever call me Tommy. (laughs) Little do people know, Thomas is also a (laughs) part-time attorney. (laughs) I am. 
A, only part term. <laughs> only part term. Right. I said only part term. Like I said term. <laughs> term. I'm sorry. I, I served. Yes, I serve only pa- uh, one term. I served one term <laughs> as attorney, and I was in, I was impeached after that. Can attorney be? I don't know. Anywho, I was. Uh, I think uh, an attorney can be disbarred. I'm still barred. What? Like but, Shakespeare, the bard. Yes. Uh, yeah, so any other name? I had a professor in college who called me Velasquez, and because I just wanted to uh, pull her butt or whatever we were yeah, saying before, push her, push her train, right? Push her train. Uh, <laughs> I, I just said to her, I, I wouldn't answer. I wouldn't answer. It was almost like the uh, the Keynes Peel sketch where they would say that you know the name wrong. I refused to answer, and she kept going Velasquez, Thomas Velasquez, and I was like, nope, nope, nope. You just reminded me of something funny when I was in high school, English class. For some reason, my teacher thought my name and the guy behind me were both named Scott. <laughs> so every time she would call on Scott looking directly at me, <laughs> Scott behind me would field the question because I was not named Scott. So for at least a good half of the year. In high school. In high school. Teacher would look directly at me and go, Scott? And Scott behind me would answer the question because I was not Scott. Did, did you ever have like a moment of like, exp- like she ever say... How come no. you never answer? No. You never had? Never. This is Did a, she ever call you Greg? Eventually. This was a very old huh? woman who wore very heavy earrings to the point where they were hanging on like by the piercing by a very thin bit of cartilage. And one day she just came with a Band-Aid on her ear. Because that thing <laughs> <fell> snapped. <laughs> what? She just decided to start calling you Greg I at some point? I think she messed up doing the role. Like the attendance for whatever reason, like she just thought my name was Scott, right, and never registered. But that how I wasn't. did she get back to Greg? I think at some point we had to do research papers and we had to pres- like actually go up and talk to her. And I think my name might have—I don't remember how. So didn't, when you came up, did she say Scott? You know, why do you keep I saying? Think, why are you coming up for I Greg? Might, maybe I did correct her. I can't remember exactly how it. All, this was eleventh grade. Because now ago. I'm seeing this old lady with droopy ears sitting at a at a desk, and she calls up Greg. You show up. But she doesn't correct you. She's, sit- she's just sitting there befuddled like, who is this idiot talking for? This Scott is an idiot. Like, why wouldn't she let Greg talk? Or he let Greg talk? Yeah, I can't I just remember. Now she, I can't remember. Way. I just remember that uh, she would call me Scott for at least the first semester. It's pretty great. Should we call him Scott now? Or I don't, I, don't, I don't think we should. I feel like if you do that, you won't get a response because <laughs> my friend Scott is not sitting yeah. behind me anymore. That's, now, if we call him Scott, will Scott, wherever he is, feel like somebody's He's in asking, Palm Beach, Florida. He I might hope, hear you from he here. He might. I hope so. Well, I live in Florida, so maybe I should go find him. You should go find him. That's, all right. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go find Scott in Palm Beach, Florida. Actually, no. I take it back. He's in Jupiter, Florida. A little closer to you. That's a, that's a, a little deal. closer. Now, you know what? Deal killer. All right. I don't Who, set foot in Jupiter. Florida. My man likes Uranus. Boom. <laughs> oh, but I'm bumped. Because he likes butts so much. Dead air? Uh, boys go to Mars to get candy bars. <laughs> is that a thing? That's a poem? Girls go to it Jupiter. Is now. To get more stupider. <sighs> that is... I'm walking away from that one. Yeah, that... Listen, it's the modern era. Yep. Hashtag yes, all women. Don't be wow, <laughs> misogynist. That's the word, right? Masa- masseuse. Okay. Yeah. Don't be a masseuse. I, masseuse. Just, I just thought it was uh, like obviously dumb rhyme. 
We know, Chris. That we all know. Chris, we know the we know the dumb rhyme. I can't be helpful here because I'm drinking a Coca-Cola with a Slurpee straw. So yeah, because you are one big dumb idiot <laughs> going to a Seven Eleven buys a buys a gulp of the large variety. Super big gulp. Super big gulp. <laughs> this dumb idiot takes a Slurpee <laughs> straw with a spoon on the end. Yep. What? A, How do you know I'm not going to slurp it up with the straw? Good part? luck, dummy. Good luck getting know. any soda out of that straw. Yeah. What buddy. a! It doesn't work like a straw. No, gonna. No. What a dummy. I'm the engineering is completely different. It is. It is. And 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 I am a lawyer. Part I, term. Part term lawyer. <laughs> so I would know. Part-term. I would know because I I am a lawyer. Part term. Thank you. Tracy, You're not the only Tracy Thomas Morgan. who's a lawyer. As Thomas Cruz Maypother the fourth played a lawyer in the firm, and, and a few and good men. A few good men. True. Now in this movie, he does not play a lawyer. He plays Ethan Hunt. And I think before we continue, we should maybe enter our recap battle segment where we will summarize the movie for our listeners and our guest. Right. And our guest will award one of us the winner and the other one recapitated. Yes. Our guest sits in judgment of us as the recapitulators and will determine based on what we have pre-written in advance redundancy. Our recaps of this movie. Who's going first this time? I am going first this time since you went first the last time. Well, okay. Is that all right? All right, all right, all right. Hey, that's a whole different guy. From that movie. From that movie. Your favorite movie. That's right. <laughs> also played a lawyer. I was watching it the other day. Was that... Was a time to Kill. Time to Kill. Not the Pelican Brief. Nope. That's Denzel. Yes. A Time to Kill. Time to kill. Also, the Lincoln lawyer. Uh, yes. Yeah. Lincoln lawyer. Lincoln That's logs. Right. Lincoln logger. All right. So I will begin with my recap. Uh, here we go. Tom Cruise as Ethan Hunt, a Hungarian prison break, an impossible mission, a crazy screen thing, a Kremlin break in. Explosions, a daring belt zipline jump, ghost protocol, electro sticky gloves and the tallest tower in Dubai, secret printers, assassins, a chase in a sandstorm, masks, an arms dealer, a magnetic undershirt and floaty rover, seduction in Mumbai, launch codes, special version of the Olympics running, fisticuffs in a parking garage, a nuclear warhead, mission accomplished, a Luther Stickle cameo, and a happy ending in Seattle. Beautifully timed with the music. Whew, winded. Let me catch my breath. Well, you were running back and forth while you did it as well, which was weird. <laughs> that doesn't say, play on a podcast. Did you say that took your breath away? Top Gun? <laughs> yeah, that Top Gun. Oh. I've I done been Top Gun. <laughs> well, that was, that, was fu- that was fine. That was a fine recap. But it's not over yet. It's, it's not over turn. yet. It is your turn. So, but Thomas, before you make any decisions. Yeah, make you, no decisions. I already, made, I already made a decision. Oh. No, he has not made his. Look, that could be any. Chris, that can mean anything. Don't be self-defeatist. He's a judge. Don't be. Yeah, he could have been like, I hated it. He used to Whatever be a lawyer. Whatever Chris says wins. Used to be a lawyer. Now he's a judge. That's what happens. I am a lawyer. This used to be his playground. Thank you, Madonna. 
<laughs> when I said it, I couldn't remember who sang that song. So I thank got your you, back, Thomas. I'm here. Oh, Tommy's here. Yeah, he's, Tommy he's Velasquez. Mission Impossible goes to protocol. A recap. First year or so. Ethan Hunt, played by yours truly, Tom Cruise, and his Mission Impossible team use a lot of cool spy tricks to prevent a bad guy from starting a nuclear war. So, <laughs> Thomas, the judgment falls to you. You can t- talk us through your process, however you want to do this. You can just declare a winner and recapitate one of us, however okay. you want to play it. First, I, I stood in judgment of both of you long before you even did this. So <laughs> sure, this has nothing to do with that. But I think Chris went for the cheap shot with the yours truly. So it was, a, it was an easy laugh, especially for me. So I don't that I'm I'm struggling right now mm. because your recap felt like a Batman episode. <laughs> question like your honor. Old, <laughs> oh yeah, question uh, from a from a contender. Sustained. <laughs> <laughs> question sustained. <laughs> that means I can ask it. Yeah, I have so. no idea. I believe that's what that means. Sustained. Okay, my so-called cheap shot. Yes. Uh, does that negate any of the other information contained within my recap? Does that matter being that I am the one making the call? I, I'm, I'm just asking you uh, to, take, cons- to consider that, please, and thank you. Do you guys ever, and, do you guys remember the, uh, and the defense I think it was rest. commercials, I think it was commercials for the NFL, like, you make the call, or was it a, yes, uh, it was a commercial, right? Though, no, yeah, yeah, Is it yeah. a beer commercial that would do it? I think it was like a Bud commercial or something. All right, just checking if I remembered that. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that was baseball. No. No, it was everything. I think it was everything. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. It was like Bud Light or something. It was like hockey. Yeah. <laughs> it was Joe Montana throws into the end zone. This, it start, I think that started as this week in baseball. No, Twitter. it was a thing. Like, so and so presents, you make the call. Yeah. Yeah. But was, and think, they, then they would go into it. Like, you know. Yeah. I think it began with baseball. Driving down the lane, Michael Jordan jumps up for the. Touchdown! I don't think they ever did. Yeah, did. Michael Jordan jumped up for the touchdown. <laughs> I don't think they ever did Michael it in basketball. Tiger Woods. I don't think they ever did right. it in basketball. Tiger Woods commits. I don't think they the, ever did it in basketball. Tiger Tiger Woods commits the foul. Did he actually hit icing. him all across the arm? Icing. <laughs> Who I, won that curling championship? You make the call. They spiked the ball, and it was an ace serve. Third base. <laughs> all right, uh, Your Honor. I f- I'm having a hard time with this. You well, talk it out. Talk it out. Greg, the people want to know. Let's 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 uh, uh, question your honor. Oh uh, my God, with the you, will you sustain my question? I object. Oh, Ooh. wait. That I'm over- not the one supposed to object. Overruled. 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 <laughs> no, I'm overruling your <laughs> oh, objection. Wow. Just okay. That means objection. you have to listen to my next question. I, okay, I got it. <laughs> Is the goal of a recap to tell you what happened in a comprehensive way? Or to tell you a whole bunch of things that happened in a scrambled, crazy, mixed-up way. Yeah, yeah, objection. Sustained. There was nothing crazy or mixed up about it. It was chronological, just like this show. 
Greg seemed more like a book report his mom wrote for him and then told him to fill out the rest. <laughs> you know, like, you know. You're you, saying my mom can't write complete sentences? No. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> she said to him, let the record, Let write. the record show that Greg has just... <laughs> Has just admitted he has not written any complete sentences. Thank you. I I think it's like she said, like he kept bugging, like he didn't get his book report done on time. She saw it was due. She said, look, I'm going to write out the like the bullet points and you need to fill in the rest so you don't get in trouble. That's what his felt like. He actually has bullet points on it. Yours <laughs> felt like you went in for the funny shot on me as fast as you could. The funny shot being a reference to last episode where Julio recapped yes. Chris's recap. Spoilers, even though this one comes after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> However, <laughs> does, just in case but somebody's listening you, to this backwards. The, the, I, I do not believe that this negates the information contained in the rest you know of what, my though? Here's the other problem sentence. I'm having. His hostility right now is starting to bother me. Listen, you know, everybody's... Everybody's got their way. This whole damn courtroom's out of order. You're out of order. You I know say, what? I recapitated. But you have to say who that is because <laughs> nobody can see who you pointed at. <laughs> Let the record Chris show he pointed at Greg. <laughs> Let the record show he pointed at Greg. Chris has been recapitated. <laughs> I'm pleased with the victory. Thank you, Thomas. You got it. Chris? I am displeased. Chris? I am displeased. Chris? I am bitter. Chris? I am angry. Chris? <laughs> I'm displeased. Chris? Greg? The other thing is, uh, Greg gave you 20 bucks before this as well. And by bucks, he means male uh, deer? <laughs> right? Yes. He gave me 20 male deer. It's the unknown lyric from uh, the 12 Days of Christmas. Yes. 12 male deer. 20, 20, ma- 20 male deer. <laughs> I didn't mean to days. do that to you, Chris, but you got a little hostile, and I felt like I had to knock you down a peg. <laughs> I don't think, I, Chris. I don't think I deserve that, Chris. I think on some level, as somebody who has lost more of these than has won, <laughs> I feel like I have every right to tell you how to behave. <laughs> you gotta just let let it let the judge judge. Your own arguing was your own undoing. Didn't we just have a half an hour conversation about how I went to law school and how I am a lawyer? We did talk about that for a half an hour. I believe so, didn't we? This crowd it's is documented. obnoxious. <laughs> they are. They're a bunch of jerks. Hey, <laughs> I can't control this crowd. Oh, now, they're, now they're booing Bert. Chris for talking. <laughs> no, they are not. <laughs> no, but I'm talking. They seem to be supportive. They seem to be on my side. Yeah, they were applauding me, calling you out. Just the mere mention of Chris Jerusa, they're booing. <laughs> oh. That's plot recap battle. There you go. Success. Well done, everybody. That would have been some nice applause right there. Would have been a nice well, oh, studio oh, audience. Now what's, gonna... <laughs> what's with the studio <laughs> audience here? I have a question for you, Thomas. Yes. Your name is Thomas. Yes. People don't really call you Tom. But they can. It doesn't but bother. But do you feel? <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> do you feel a kinship with other Thomases like a Tom Cruise? Do you feel you're part of a Tom Thomas brotherhood? One might say a Thomas verse. A Thomas verse. Yes. Yes. How does that uh, 
uh, uh, manifest? How uh, do you feel it? In your heart. Okay. In your soul. Okay. In your mind. Good right. Uh, sometimes I, I feel like when Tom Cruise is feeling something, I'm feeling something. Like Tomax and Zema. Yes. It Tomax, works for which Tom is not Cruise. so different from Thomas. Right. It does not work for, say, a Tom Arnold. How about a, Tom, how about a Clarence Thomas? Uh, yes, because <laughs> I once did leave a pubic hair on somebody's Coca-Cola when we worked at Marvel together, but I can't reveal who that was. It was Chris. <laughs> I better get cheers now, for that one. Here's a question. Hold on a second. <laughs> Regarding pubis. Yes. I didn't drink soda at Marvel. Can I can I add that Boom. the studio audience does not know that we are all bottomless right now? Right, of course they don't. Right. Why would now they do? Thanks, okay. Thomas. No problem. Regarding pubis. Yes. I feel like every time somebody mentions it, they're referring to below the equator. Okay. But technically, is not armpit hair also pubic hair? But that's semantics at this yes. point? It is hair that arrives with puberty, if you're lucky. So would then <laughs> <laughs> would that mean facial hair is pubis? That's a good question. Wouldn't it? Huh. So when, now... When people refer to the pubic area... Do people do that, though? They sure do. Every day. Every day. Pubologists, so, especially. Are you saying if I ask a lady to... <laughs> I can't wait for to see where this sentence goes. <laughs> Caress my pubis. And she can tickle your armpits. That's what I'm saying. Could she or caress my face? Would I then be creepy or am I being, you know, I just wanted you to touch my face. Hmm. Is it creepy? Is it, is it not creepy? Is this woman blind? Uh, most of the women that I make contact with are usually blind. Because then I'm they want to touch your face to, to know what you look like. To see what you look like. When to they do that, I tend to just turn around and give them my behind. This I know mostly from the movie Mask, <laughs> where Laura Dern wants to touch his face. I know it more from the Hello video from Lionel Richie. Yes, also the Hello video yes. by Lionel Richie. Yes. Is it him you're looking for? And it usually is. And then you give him your butt. Because you love your anus. And this is why, see, this is a prime example. Why the, if you've seen the video, you'll see at the end the uh, bust she made of, L- of LL Cool J. Yeah, LL Cool J. <laughs> <laughs> of Lionel Richie. LL Richie. Yes. Yeah. It looks terrible. That was because she was using my butt as an example. Not Hold his on. actual Hold on. Your this butt looks like a <laughs> jacked up version of Lionel Richie. <laughs> yes. That's a, a world More than this. More than this is the secret information that. Thomas is secretly in that video, <laughs> right? With his butt at that time. This this bears reviewing, yes. which would have been a child's butt, <laughs> unless you went through a time travel wormhole. Uh I did. Not the first time traveler on our show. Had you gone through puberty yet? Pubis, puberty. <laughs> yes, I did. I actually blossomed pretty early. And puberty is different <laughs> than puberty in what capacity? <laughs> because your facial hair grows. Inside, so no one can see so it's it. All ingrown hairs. I really wish I didn't um, take those pills before we started this podcast. The anti-pubis pills. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> now all the hair is coming out of your face. Right, right, right. Does that co- does it come out or does it retract? He's saying pubicity. Have you ever seen the sheep, the TV show Manimal? Sure. Where the way the hair came out of his face. I more remember the 
like the pulsing on his hand, like yes. it get bubbly. Or American Werewolf in London. They would also get bubbly. Right. Well, Bo- they both, f- both of these things I have never seen. Um, I have seen the Thriller video, though. Close enough. <laughs> That's it. That's all I have. That's all he has. That's it. That's okay. all he has. The way well, the hair comes out of his face. But the reverse transformation, does the hair retract back into the person? Yes. Okay. Now, you bring up werewolves and transformations. Correct. Werewolf is a monster. Ghost is a monster. Ghost protocol. But there's no ghost in ghost protocol. Oh, that was... Uh, Wait a minute. No, that's not true. I heard that there is a scene where you can see one of the... That's a cardboard stand-up of a kid in the background. You sure? Yeah, you're getting that confused with uh, Three Men and a Baby, something we've discussed on this no, show. No, uh, there was one where he can, like, you can see the guy hanging, one of the one of the dwarves hanging himself. I heard that was a uh, ghost protocol. Oh, that's from protocol. the Blizzard of Oz. You the sure? Blizzard. Yeah, the Blizzard of Oz. That's not in Ghost that's Protocol. Tom Selleck, not Tom yeah. Cruise. Tom Selleck is in the Blizzard of Tom Oz. Tom Selleck is the one hanging himself yes. in the yeah. Blizzard of Oz. Blizzard yeah. of Oz. Got it. It's an Australian thing. Got it. I got it. Yeah. It's like, it's about this blizzard that strikes Australia, the right. blizzard of Oz. Right. And Tom Selleck, Quigley Down Under. Got it. Is so just like, I what can't. What a reference there, by the way. <laughs> He's like, I can't quiggle anymore. I'm going to go hang myself. I, I need the audience to know that he literally came up with that right off the top of his head. You didn't hear my snap, but, you know, who's there? When you say Tom Selleck, yes. here are the things that occur to me in this order. Magnum P.I., Three yes. men and a baby, Quigley down under, and Blue Bloods. I go friends before Blue Bloods. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Also, somewhere in there, my mom loves Tom Selleck. It's sort of the umbrella. Got it. Mustache. Yes, mustache. Got it. My mom used to really like Kenny Rogers. Beard. She claims no. I say she did. She just doesn't remember. The man or the chicken. The man. Okay. Because I think it was so, great. So now she says no. She says, I don't remember that. Even though we had a Kenny Rogers album. for the for people Which one? The Gambler? Probably. You good. Have you never had an album that you didn't like? You just ended up with it somehow? I'm sure. So how could the same not be true for your mom? Yeah, you it's are not. her genetic it's offspring. Not. No, it's not. Do you remember her singing the songs and dancing? No, I think the... I remember her just talking about his beard and mustache. And my dad could not grow a beard. Was she a big fan of Islands in the Stream? Because maybe she was a Dolly Parton fan. Nope. And Kenny Rogers did her long for the ride. Kenny Rogers. All right. Look, the chicken was great. The corn it, muffins it was were fantastic. great. Can we maybe get a like a viral campaign to get Kenny Rogers back? Right Kenny Rogers the- sang Lionel Richie songs. He did. Which ones? He sang uh, Lady. Yep. That was right? a Lionel Richie. Yeah. Yep. That was his. Yeah. Um, Might have been another one. They may have been another one. Actually, I think Islands in the Sun was written by Islands him. Islands in the Stream. Stream <laughs> was written by him. By Lionel Richie? It may have been. Talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to look this up. Honestly, I don't know what I'm talking about. How about Kenny Rogers singing Night Shift? With the Commodores? By himself. <laughs> Why not? Marvin? Marvin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, what you doing now? <laughs> But would he replace those Let, names? Why don't with, we sing that shift? But would, he, would, he, would Kenny Rogers sing a version where it's like deceased country singers? Ah. Johnny? Johnny? Who's, who's that? Johnny Mathis? Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash hadn't been dead at that point in time, though. Yeah, but he's dead now. And is... Who are we talking about? I don't know. I'm looking something Kenny up. Kenny Rogers. He's still alive? He is still alive. 
So he could potentially come you out with that song I'm, now. You know who I'm mixing him up with <laughs> for this entire time? Willie Nelson. Yes. You are? Yes. <laughs> Which is crazy that I still got the Lionel Richie <laughs> thing right. How did you... <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. So you... Yeah, Lady is by yeah, Willie Nelson. Is Willie Nelson? No, no, no. No, it's Kenny no, Rogers. No, Lady is Kenny okay. Rogers. Here's what's really interesting. Sorry for that pop there. Islands in the Stream was written by... That's the Doors. Do it. Not Islands in the Stream. Who? Not Dolly Parton or Kenny Rogers. It's written by... Wait, uh, one of the Bee Gees. Jim Morrison. All of the Bee Gees. I knew it. I knew it was something like that. <laughs> Barry, Robin, and Maurice Gibb. Wrote Islands in the Stream. Islands in the Stream. Ah. Ah. That was my Bee Gees. Oh, we know exactly what that was. <laughs> that was unbastakably Bee Gees. It was trying not to be uh, Jimmy Fallon doing one oh, of the Oh, it wasn't. Gees. It was yeah. the Bee Gees. Yeah, it was all a, three It was pretty good. It was yeah, pretty good. Did you great. feel like the Bee Gees were here? Yes. Uh, rest in peace. I don't know which one's dead. I think most Andy of them Gibb. are. Big ups, Andy Gibb. Small I think boy. the only one still alive is Barry. Is there only one left? I think so. Wow. <laughs> is that because he's doing that for dead Bee Gees? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> There's only that, one left. <laughs> so, so you're sad about that. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, let's take a break. We'll be right back. We are taking a break from our discussion of Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, to talk about important business involving this show and our guests and other things. Right? Yes, sir. <laughs> that is, Chris, you are not in Ghost Protocol. You can participate in this. Oh. You are not disavowed. You are part of this mission force. Well, let's get to it. I mean, we got to talk about things. Yeah, we got the website. HatterEntertainment.com slash cruising. Twitter handle at cruising show. Email us at cruising at HatterEntertainment.com. Right. Go to iTunes and subscribe. Yes. To cruising together. Right. Leave us a review. Yeah. Leave us. Uh, we usually ask for just a one word review. Just anything, really. It doesn't matter. But we suggest real, fun, inspiring. Or, or, for this particular episode, I think you might have something in mind that good. I haven't thought of yet, so why don't good. we just jump straight to that? Go, 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 ghost? Ghosts. Three Gs. Three, G dash G dash D. Do it. G dash G dash G dash ghost. That's right. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, things that also, on the website, they could donate to support the show. Throw us a couple of holiday bucks. Uh... And they can rate and, and rate the show five stars when you leave that review. That would be awesome. Oh, please. Oh, please. If you're not going to give us five stars, just don't even bother. Yeah. Why go out of your way to give someone a bad review? Play Jabba no bother. Right? May, may bother. Now, by this time, now, now this episode's coming out on December 20th. So December by now, 20th. you and I have seen this new Star Wars movie. Monica's far behind us at this Hanukkah point. Hanukkah is in our is in our rear view. It's in our rear view. Also in our rear view, The Force Awakens. We'll have seen it. Uh-huh. What are the chances Tom Cruise is in The Force Awakens directed by J.J. Abrams who directed Mission Impossible 3? I'm thinking slim, but if he's in there, we review it. <laughs> we if he's it, in it, there... It's a new episode of the show. That becomes episode 40. 
if Tom Cruise is in The Force Awakens. I heard a rumor he's going to be one of those funky aliens with all kinds of makeup that you could barely recognize him. We're going to have to keep our eagle eyes out. I'm also hoping BB-8 turns out to be uh, Binks Body 8. And the whole legend is Jar Jar Binks got his mind put into into droid bodies. See, I I, I thought you were hoping that BB-8 would actually be played by Suri Cruz. Well, that's a whole different animal. Anyway, we've gone off track. This yeah. isn't about Star one's a Wars. robot, one's a human. Hey, this ain't different about Star animals. Wars. Let's talk about. Well, we talked about Hanukkah in the rearview mirror. What's out the front windshield? Well, in five days, it's Christmas, which I know you celebrate with great fervor. You love it so much that uh, it's embarrassing to be seen with you in public, as but, a uh, friend of mine who doesn't, who's not into who doesn't that abide. Sort of, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the right word this dude does not abide yeah this dude does not abide but, but christmas is always which under is what we're talking threat. about it's here. always under threat of not it's, happening it's in trouble it's oh i mean there was one that one time that There's, who's gonna who's gonna drive that sleigh there was that other time that somebody was gonna steal everything well there's also it's like there's where's the christmas spirit gone what then has happened to that the grinch stole it uh Every year. Every year. Elf. Every year. What happened in Elf? I don't know. But it almost wasn't Christmas. It almost wasn't Christmas. They all had to sing. Every year, um, Christmas is threatened. There's a war on Christmas. There's a war on Christmas. I lost my train of thought. It's gone forever. All right. Well, Christmas is threatened, and it turns out that this year is no different. And And it's up to all of the boys and the girls and, and, and the men and the women to save Christmas. To save, we need to all come together and remember, we've been notified that, I'm not sure if it's Santa. I mean, it's like you can't even say Merry Christmas anymore. I don't know if it's Santa, a friend of elves, mine. a friend of mine's uncle, <laughs> was arrested and put in jail for saying Merry Christmas well, out loud. Serves him right, maybe? There's a war on, are buddy. We, are we going to get in trouble? Because I just said it when three, two or three there's times. there's a war, you have to give up certain Civil liberties. We need to fight back. Hashtag we got to stand up. We got to stand up <laughs> for make Christmas. Sure that's clear. What? <laughs> I got to make sure what I just said is clearly meant as a joke. What's that? That in a in time of war we have to give up our civil liberties. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, why would anybody not think it's a joke? <laughs> because people say that all the time for all, real. All the time. Now, I don't know who set it up. They're both in the video. Santa and the elves are in this video. There's a Kickstarter going on right now to save Christmas. This is how we can all help save Christmas. They are trying to raise... It's a huge number. Like... Like $42 billion? Something like that. They're trying to raise this money. Four, it's $41.7 billion. Something, yeah, we round it up because it's easier that way. But the video, they were saying, like, listen, if we don't raise this kind of money, there'll be no Christmas... Your songs and yeah. prayers are appreciated, but... Do you, do you think Santa Claus just gives these presents away for free? They cost money. Magic costs money. Even if even if he's giving it to you for free, there's delivery and handling charges. Shipping and handling, they call it. There's yeah. always an extra tag on that. So, according to this Kickstarter, which I don't remember the address for it, you're going to have to just search Christmas Kickstarter. Well, is it kickstarter.com slash a thing? like? I think it's kickstarter.com slash save Christmas, save Christmas slash... 42 billion sold served 
or something. I don't think that the amount actually go, works its, its not way in into the, into it's the, not the yeah, to think just save if you just do a Google search save Christmas Kickstarter. Hopefully, I mean maybe maybe the, it's it was up there last I checked. Well, last I clicked the link. Now, I know on the lowest tier, if you donate a dollar. Well, here's the thing. It's like you'd think think they'd have no problem funding this, but they're in in big trouble. There's five days left. Christmas is. Yeah. There might not be a Christmas. What are some of the rewards? I saw for a dollar, they thank you. You get a thank you. Yeah. For like $5, they'll eat all your cookies that you leave out. Well, that doesn't really. Listen, I don't come up with the rewards. No, no. I think think it's you donate cookies in addition to money. I'm saying if you give them $5, they will eat your cookies. It's a weird one. That is weird. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Usually I give someone $5, I, I, get the, I get a bag of cookies. For $10, you get a bag of cookies as a Christmas gift. <laughs> They'll eat half of them for that $5. Now, if you donate nothing, I was thinking, like, wouldn't you get coal? But no, because that's, that's actually, they still have to go out of their way to put coal somewhere. Yeah, if you donate if you nothing... Donate if you donate a hundred dollars, yeah. they'll put coal into one of your one of your enemies' stockings. Yes, I saw that one. I think there's the hundred dollars. I think that's going to be one of the more popular. Yeah, there's a hundred dollars tiers. You can give coal to you can like make somebody else get coal, or you get a like, wooden like you get your a, boss, or you get a small wooden rocking horse. That's the best part of the coal reward system. I'm sorry, no we'll get right back to it. Uh, the, if if you if you go with the coal option, yeah, anonymous. That's a lump of anonymous lump of coal delivery. Sure. I mean, you know it's Santa, but Santa's not going to say so-and-so told me to give you coal. What's interesting about the rewards is for everyone, there's the alternative, which is a wooden toy of some kind. So for $100, it's a, a wooden rocking horse. But, like, for $50, it's a smaller wooden rocking horse. You know what I mean? <laughs> for 50 it's a small rocking horse. A small wooden rocking horse. Okay. 100 100 A larger wooden rocking horse. A larger horse. wooden rocking horse. Yeah. For like twenty five, it's a, do we ever a wooden a, horse's head with a stick, <laughs> a hobby horse. I think they call that. Do we ever get a real pony? Say a thousand. A thousand. Well, okay. So a thousand, you get a big screen TV, right? Like the options are: you either get a big screen TV, a flat screen, yeah, or well, they'll pr- I, an adult size wooden rocking horse. I think. <laughs> I think the, the big screen TV, they'll price match whatever's in like. You find oh, is that in, how it in works? Your, in a local, as long as it's printed in a, on a for sale Christmas flyer. I misunderstood flyer. that. I thought it was just if you donate a thousand, you get a big screen TV. Well, th- there's if you don't want to go reward. searching, yeah. But if right. you find like seven nine seventy nine, seven hundred ninety nine. But they don't. But that's the thing. They don't refund you the difference. You give a thousand, you get a TV. That's how Kickstarter works, as far as I know. But if you give seven ninety nine plus. The Walmart flyer where it's advertised. Oh, it counts as a $1,000. It'll count as the $1,000. I see. They'll honor that one. Right. In that case, you would not get the full-size rocking horse. You have to give $1,000. And you have to go to Walmart and pick it up and fight fight somebody for it. You have to go back in time to Black Friday, fight for it, to get it on Christmas. Well, I don't think think you go back in time. Okay. Because they're not willing to... Because that's... That's an extra expense. Yeah. That's like $25,000. Yeah. That's... I mean, that's really... Why it's so expensive in the first place? Because they need time compression technology in order yeah. to deliver, to make so many deliveries. And one people always ask, how could he deliver all over the world in one time night? Com- it's time, time, time travel. Yeah, time compression technology. Yeah, you get the time sled. So here's the thing, guys. Christmas is in jeopardy. You can save Christmas. I, I'll tell you right now, I'm not donating because I don't abide. But good luck to all of you. Uh, 
Merry Christmas. Oh, I'm going to get arrested now, too. Oh. And I said it. You can't As a non-abider. Greg, you can't even say it anymore. Can't even say it anymore. Happy holidays to everybody. Right? Hep- what? Oh! <laughs> I'm so sick of that phrase. How about this, this just phrase? ruining my life. How about this phrase? Let's talk about our guests and uh, ourselves a little bit. Let's promote ourselves oh a little God, bit. Oh, my God. We haven't done that yet. Enough Christmas talk. <laughs> oh, no. This is why people are sick of Christmas. It takes over everything. Yeah. You know, they st- it's like they start putting out the decorations earlier every year. Our guest, Thomas, has nothing to add to this segment. Uh, he, said we, he, he said we could say whatever we want about him. I think he's a great guy. He's I funny. Think he's terrific. He's like the funniest guy I've ever met in my life. Hey. He's way, f- like, <laughs> Greg, you're 10th on the list. All right. I'll take 10th. Top, Top 10, 10 is still, still pretty good. Top 10 is still pretty good. Yeah. Unless that list has 11 people on it. And then? He, he says to mention that he used to work with us at Marvel. Yeah, he did. That's true. Which is true. I feel like we probably mentioned it at the top I'm of the episode. I'm certain we did. We didn't mention that he did some coloring. He did some coloring as well. <laughs> yeah. We never mentioned that. <laughs> uh, I will mention, speaking of comics, I made a comic book called Pix One Where's Weekend. It's a graphic novel. You can get it at PixComic.com, P-I-X-C-O-M-I-C.com. And with the coupon code CRUISIN, you save 15% off the print, digital, and print digital combination. Order it. You may get it by Christmas if you order it today, tomorrow. I don't know how the mail is working, but it'll ship. Or order it from Amazon or go to your local comic shop and say, hey, do you have this book? And if they don't, ask them to order it. Chris, what do you got? ChrisGComics.com, information for buying books like G-Man Learning to Fly, a great G-Man Christmas Crisis, a great G-Man Christmas Coming gift. Home, a great Christmas the G-Man gift. Super Journal. A great Christmas gift. You can get all these things on Amazon. Indie Bound will... Take you to uh, your local comic shop. Comic shop? Bookshop. Bookshop. Bookseller. Will a comic shop have any G-Man books? Probably not. No, a good one will. A good one will. Better comic shops will. Better comic shops will. Yours probably will Make it better and have them order all these books. That's why I'm quitting comics forever. In fact, forget that Kickstarter. Support us. Down with Christmas. I don't know. You can't even can't even say down with Christmas anymore, Greg. What if you said I'm down with Christmas? You can't even say down with Christmas. Wait, wait a minute. Oh, let's talk about that. Did you say mic. down with Christmas, <laughs> or did you say down with Christmas? <laughs> These are the times that try men's souls. Let's get back to a little something called the show, shall we? Yes, please. We're back, ready for round two. An hour ago, a bomb blew up the Kremlin. The president has initiated ghost protocol. The entire IMF has been disavowed. He gets disavowed every movie. Now I've been ordered to take you to Washington yeah. where they will hang the Kremlin bombing on you and your team. Unless you were to escape after assaulting Grant and me. Any one of your team is caught, they will be branded terrorists out to incite global nuclear war. Is there any other kind of nuclear war? Uh, yeah. Now. Local? Local, yeah. Your mission, should you choose to accept it. 
That little train car was something else. Yeah. No. It didn't move after they got into it. It, it didn't move anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they the, weren't thrown around. When they got, the, for my first thought, when they got in the train cars, who's driving the train? Like, do they know that guy? <laughs> surprised the train car didn't, like, take off, fly away. Is that Eminem? Is that, it is Eminem. It is. I didn't hear him in the movie. He was in it. Was at he playing end? Simon Pegg? No, at the end, remember when, when um, Tom Cruise was sitting at the table? He had the leather jacket on. He was like, you actually said mission accomplished? That was Eminem. Oh, wow. Oh, so I was wrong in my recap. I thought it was a Luther Stickle cameo. No, no, that was Eminem. Jeremy Renner is in this. Yeah. This is the first Mission Impossible featuring Jeremy Renner. Yes. Also famous for his role as Hawkeye in the Avengers movies. Also famous for his role as the Hurt Locker in and the Hurt Locker. Hansel and Gretel. Also famous for his role as the drug dealer in the in television and Gretel. show Louie. That's right. You're not going to make it! You're not helping. This is pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. Is it weird that I kind of feel like Tom Cruise might actually be a nice guy in real life? I don't think that's weird at all. What? Why wouldn't he be? I don't know. <laughs> he just well, looks like, uh, for some weird reason, I only know. I feel one, like he might actually be a nice guy I kn- in real I life. Know, I know two people who've met him personally. Two? <laughs> one of them pretty well. Well, obviously, you delivered papers to him when you were a kid, when your paper route. We've covered that. I forgot about that. He's been on the podcast before. But our, our previous guest, Julio, <laughs> yes, claims to have claimed met, met him on his face. face and, the guy, and the guy helped, tried to help him. Yes. Right. Allegedly. So. Allegedly. So that's, a, that's like a nice guy. Again, thing spoilers. To do. Reverse spoilers for people who listen to this podcast yeah. backwards. If you listen to it backwards. If you are a lunatic. If sure. If you're looking for it's satanic about, messages. Or maybe you're just bouncing around. Feel. Aren't you watching it backwards so this is, there's precedence? Maybe you're just bouncing around episode to episode. Then you're listening to this one oh. first. There are precedents. There are plenty of presidents. Uh, I said precedents because I'm a lawyer. I said presidents. Overruled. Because I'm an American. Overruled. And I said precedents because I'm British. <laughs> Hello. S- surprise. Precedents. Hello. What's your name? Greg. <laughs> okay. I'm British Greg. <laughs> British. American British. Greg left. Yeah. There are some British people in the Mission Impossible. There always is. The guy playing the Secretary of Defense, I guess he was, uh-huh. or Secretary of State. They just call British. Secretary. Yeah. yeah, they just call him the Secretary. They just call him the Secretary. Although right. it's an American government position. Yeah, but he was he wasn't speak he was speaking with an American accent. Makes me suspicious. Simon Pegg. He that same guy played a Nazi in Valkyrie. Val Kilmer? Yeah, Val Kilmer. Valley From Kilmers. Top Gun. Yeah. Valley Kilmers. Now, Thomas. See. If I remember correctly. Oh, hey, Dios mío. <laughs> If I remember correctly, <laughs> this is the first of the Mission Impossible films you've ever seen. Yep. Never seen one before. I don't so, know how many Tom Cruise films I've seen. I think I've only seen The Outsiders. Okay, let's do the list. Here we go. Have you seen Rain Man? Oh, oh you're starting yep. from there? Saw Rain Man. Yes, I have. I forgot have you about seen that. Endless Love? No. All right, here, I'm going to run down them quickly. That was him? I'm is that what Brooke Shields? Yeah, I'm going to run down them quickly. He's not the main guy. He's in it for... 30 seconds. Doesn't count. I'm going to run down them quickly. You say yes or no. Got it. Endless Love. No. Taps. No. Outsiders. Yes. Losing It. No. Risky Business. No. All the Right Moves. No. Legend. No. Top Gun. Wait, you're Legend, yes. Top yeah. Gun. No. Color of Money. 
No. Cocktail. No. Rain Man. Yes. Born on the 4th of July. No. Days of Thunder. No. Far and Away. No. A Few Good Men. No. The Firm. No. Interview with the Vampire. Yes. Mission Impossible. No. Jerry Maguire. Yes. Eyes Wide Shut. No. Yes. Right. I did see that one. <laughs> Magnolia. You know what? Nude, there was tons of nudity and that was on HBO. That's why I saw that. Go. Magnolia. No. Mission Impossible 2. No. Vanilla Sky. No. Minority Report. No. Last Samurai. No. Collateral. No. War of the Worlds. Yes. Mission Impossible 3. No. La- Lions for Lambs. I've never heard of that. Tropic no. Thunder. Yes. Valkyrie. No. Night and Day. Some of it. Mission I, Impossible. Because I thought I was going to be in another podcast. <laughs> Mission Impossible. Ghost Protocol. <laughs> yes. Rock of Ages. No. Jack Reacher. No. Oblivion. No. Edge of Tomorrow. No. Mission Impossible. Rogue Nation. No. All right. So you've seen more than you thought. I did, actually. You're right. Yeah. I feel pretty good about myself. It's like four or five. More than yeah. just The Outsiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. You sure you saw it and didn't just read the book, The Outsiders, and think you saw the movie? Uh, Maybe I read the Wikipedia. No, I saw that. I've seen The Outsiders like a million times. Well, that's too many times. So having never seen a Mission Impossible movie, Chris, yeah. had you seen this movie before? No. All right. So. Yesterday, first time. So let's get some takes. I had seen this movie. I saw it in the movie theater. Because I like these Mission Impossible movies. I like this Mission Impossible movie. I will say, watching it a second time, it wasn't as awesome as I remember it being. Still pretty good. You guys, what do you got? I enjoyed it, actually. Does it make you want to see the other Mission Impossible movies? Not the rest, just the one after. Because I've read... uh, Because I'm not... I don't care. But... (laughs) (laughs) The first one's good. Yeah, I don't need to go back. The third one's pretty good. Uh, Second one you could skip. I enjoyed it. It's basically a superhero movie. Okay. You know, sure. I'm superhero centric. Everything in my life revolves around superheroes. That's just the way I think. Uh, I'm weird like that. But it basically is because the dude does stuff that you know humans can't do. So he he's like Tony Stark without. Would you say it's impossible? Yes, quite <laughs> impossible. Yes, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Chris, it was cool. Don't over don't over emote. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about these movies. The cool thing about the movies is all the cool spy stuff that they do, and and how they do it. Like they're they got, okay, we got to do this. It's it's impossible, but here's how they pull it off. Well, then let's talk about some cool stuff in a segment we call Top Toms. I think we should just use that one every time. I didn't hear that one before. That's our special Mission Impossible episode. Greg likes to use it exclusively for the Mission Impossible episodes. I think we should use it for every episode. That's our special Mission Impossible episode version of the Top Tom's theme, courtesy of a past guest. And good pal, Paul McMahon. Calling all cards. Calling all cards. Dot com. That's his, that's his website. Got it. It's a good man. It's a good episode. He joined us for Austin Powers and Goldmember. Not a great movie. So this is <laughs> Top Toms. This is where we talk about our top Tom Cruise moments in the movie. Chris or Thomas, do either of you want to start us off with your top Tom? I have a long list. I have. If that means I should go first or should go last or if I should... I feel like I have one. We round robbing them. I I have one really, and I feel like if we're doing this category style, 
could cancel out one of You'll your long You'll probably list. cancel out one of the things on my list. Sure. Certainly. Pr- I probably will, too. Well, I, I just... Because there's a lot of really cool... I don't cool think you st- will. There's a lot of really cool stuff in it. There is. And I picked one moment where as I watch it, I'm like, that's awesome. Became my top town. One thing. You're going. You might as well go. Well, I want to see if anybody else has it. Basically, he has climbed up the mount, the, the tower. He needs to get back down and quick. And he just jumps. He's strapped to that thing. And he just jumps off and just starts running down the side of the building. That was that's, pretty cool. That's my top Tom. Yeah. I got one of those. That's one. That's in my list. That was better than when he swung back into the building. Just him running down the side of the building. Tom runs. Tom runs down the side of a building. <laughs> and then he also does a lot of Special Olympics. Special version of the Olympics. Oh, stuff. Greg, that was Olympics. very offensive. <laughs> Sorry. I slipped up. Special version of the Olympics running. What do I we apologize. do now? Do we continue? Do my, we stop hold on. on protest? My apologize. Okay, well, that's a sincere apology right yeah, it's there. it's quite sincere. I, you, I wish people could see his face. It's full of sincerity. One tear. Yeah, left eye. I, Rolling I, right down your pubis. Suppose we're, we're expected <laughs> to believe that since we always talk about special version of the Olympics, that it's an honest flub for him to have uh, said special Olympics instead of special version if I can't make an honest flub, what kind of flub can I make? A flibbity flub. Hey, man. Hey, I'm just a guy working hard trying to make an honest flub. Thomas, do you have <laughs> any top toms? Any scene that had Paula Patton in it. No, that, that but okay. I'm, uh, is my top tom. <laughs> we will talk about Paula Patton, but we, the, the, we might, we, maybe we should call those Power Paulas or Power Pattons. Peak Pattons. But she is not Tom. Yeah, she's not You're Tom. You're right. The premise of Top Toms is Top Tom Cruise things. Okay. Um, if you'd like to brainstorm while I go through, while I start my list. Chris? Or I just like the fact that. He's going to probably hey, cancel out my I list. I like this. Hey, Chris, what did you think of this movie? I thought it was cool. <laughs> Any Top Toms? I have a list of them. <laughs> Did I say it was cool or did I say it was does, did did the definition of cool reverse overnight that I'm not aware yeah, of? Yeah, but the way you you does like, not mean the same uh, thing anymore. You suddenly do like a Stephen Wright impression like I thought a lot of cool <laughs> things happened. That's that's not a Stephen Wright impression. That's Are you saying it's a, a Davian impression? That's a yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cool. explosive charge in I here. thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> I thought he jumped out of the building ran down the side of building is cool for thomas's benefit in mission impossible three philip Philip seymour Seymour hoffman Hoffman plays a guy named davian got it he talks like this and he tells him put an explosive charge in your head i'm gonna i'm gonna hurt her i'm gonna find her do you have a a wife girlfriend someone important you i'm gonna find her i'm gonna find her i'm gonna hurt her (laughs) i'm gonna enjoy it i'm assuming he's the bad guy in this movie no, yeah. no, he's a good guy. Speaking of, well, he's, a all, he's a bad guy. <laughs> all matter perspective, am I right? <laughs> all right, Chris, begin your list and see. And then Thomas will will do like we do with the list of movies. He will approve or disapprove of your top toms. Right. Now, for the sake of the category, can I say object or sustain? You could just say uh, yay. You could say top or nop. Not very loyally, but I'll do it. I'm going to call him Tom for the sake of the list, even though he plays a character named Ethan. Sure. Okay, Tom escapes from jail. 
First okay. scene of the mo- first scene he's in. Yeah. And, and there's several things during the escape that are awesome. First of all, first of all, <laughs> there are prisoners being let out of their cells. It's creating all kinds of chaos. He's sitting in his bed, relaxed. Throwing that little rock. He's throwing, yeah, yeah, I thought it was like he's a rubber ball or something. I thought it was a rubber ball, too. Turns out it, then you, the reveal is it's a rock. It's actually a piece of concrete that he took out of the wall. Yeah. That he replaces he put as it back. he exits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me put that back. Just leave things the way they I were. I thought that it was going to be C4 at some point or some crap, like, stuff like that. It was it just would... a, a piece of concrete. Yeah. But just it, like, okay, so he's, his reflexes are that good. That he's ricocheting in uh, an irregularly shaped small... Like, it's, it's hard enough to do with a spherical rubber ball, ball. A ball. Yeah. A ball. Yeah. Well, I guess a football is a ball and is not spherical. Fair point on spherical. Wait, what? Football is not a sphere. Correct. But it is a ball. Correct. Oh, so I get it So he said now. spherical and I was on him, but then I'm, pulling, I'm taking myself off. I got it. Not for nothing. I took a nap for a couple of no seconds. No problem. Well, and then, sorry. And then, uh, so then he's getting broken out, and uh, and and Simon Pegg is like opening the the doors for him to go through, and he decide he calls an audible, but without any actual audio communication, and so he's just looking at the cameras and pointing. Yes. Telling Simon Pegg like what to do. Now I have a. I, I do not mean to interrupt you. How long is this list? Because if, if this is going to happen, <laughs> the list is far long, the, it's far longer than my recap. If you're going to go through the entire movie talking about all the cool <laughs> things Tom Cruise does, that's not really a top Tom. That is, let me tell no, you, these are the best he things that, that he did. All I've narrowed it down to the best things he did. But you literally have now discussed the first two minutes of the movie in two minutes. No, you have. You keep interrupting. <laughs> Should we be quiet for the rest of the podcast? All right, let's move along. Yeah. Tom escape okay, Tom escapes from jail is the first one. Second one, Tom escapes from the hospital. <laughs> so at least we've skipped the Kremlin part. We're skipping the Kremlin part. Okay. So now because he that's, that's I mean, really all he does is wear an awesome mustache. And run. And, and do that screen. And oh, so you're saying the daring belt zip line jump. That's right. Okay. That you mentioned in your recap. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not putting it in the recap. I'm not spoiling things in my recap. Well, you did say that they successfully stopped the plot to start a nuclear war. Well, I'm telling you what happens in the recap. (laughs) You're not spoiling (laughs) it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) right. The recap is supposed to give you a summary of the movie. Right. You gave a list of things. Now we're doing Top Toms, which is essentially a list of things, and you're getting on my case. Well. Because you filled out the forms wrong. Well, so you think he did it in reverse? Yes. Like Missy Elliott. Oh, like so he yeah. Like that. By the way, he's escaped from the hospital, shirtless. Yes, sexy, Ex- excellent shape, excellent shape. Yes, we did forget to mention that night and day he was also shirtless and in excellent shape. Okay, record updated. Yeah, we like to keep track, Thomas, of which no, movies he's. I'm trying I totally to get understand. through my top Tom list. Please continue. Tom draws a likeness of Kurt Hendricks on the palm of his hand with a ballpoint pen. I forgot about in that. Three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I forgot about that. That yeah. was incredible. Yes, and it was good too. But that makes sense given Rogue Nation, where he does some drawing well, as yeah. well. Yes, he has lots of skills. I'm saying this establishes his incredible art skills. Right. right. We shouldn't be surprised by any of the things he no, can do. Not in the least. I'm just saying this is an awesome. No, thing. it was very fast with ballpoint pen on his hand. That was excellent. I forgot okay. about that. Thank you, Chris. Next up, Tom escapes from sunken car. <laughs> They're it underwater. Escapes. Oh, yeah. With, he's with Jeremy Renner. Yeah, that was pretty good. 
And he sends the, puts the flare and sends one of the yeah, dead yeah. bodies, you know, and draws the fire away. We saw the movie. <laughs> Maybe our listener, like, aren't we supposed to discuss the movie? Yeah. I'm getting on my case. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Tom climbs building with those sticky Spider-Man gloves. Yeah. Then one of them just like Crapped stops out. working. Stops working completely. Finishes the climb with one glove. Yeah. Awesome. Next on the list, Tom repels from building. Yeah. That You've was already, my top Tom. That's the one he said. But then, you know, and then does the swing. Does a swing. He jumps for the window, hits the top of it real that, hard. I like that part because that made it more real. No one can see my sarcastic <laughs> eye movements. But they added that bit of realism that, you know, he didn't quite make Grant it all the way And then and Jane have to, like, chain right. pull him up. If we right. want to watch a realistic movie, then go watch Batman. Perfectly real. Boom. I would say Batman Forever would be the most realistic one. Tom is hit by a car in a sandstorm and hangs on to the car. Yeah, that happens. Okay. Tom makes out with Agent Carter. Right. Fake is like a fake out make out. See, I wasn't clear on why that was. Was that supposed to be to get the Indian guy to like come jealous? Yes. Yes. Like I wasn't sure if that was he was riding a hunch. Yeah. Or if it was just Tom going. Or or if it was because like he she was like super nervous about the whole thing and maybe that was supposed to like you're saying he slipped her like a like dopamine through through his, her mouth no but like just, Superman but just just to Superman like, too just to kind of like get get her head like a little bit more focused get in the game or like unfocused on what she was worried get about the game Jane yeah maybe. or if it was just because he was I, like she looks so good I got to do this I think it was to get the he prefaces it with don't hit me yeah. yes yeah I think it was to get the guy with the with the launch codes to. Well, it Make worked because before they were even finished kissing, there's like a phone, like a phone being yeah. delivered to her. Yep. Which means that he had sent the guy to send the phones basically as soon as Tom touched her. Uh, I think he I think he sent. I think Tom didn't make a move. Those, that phone still shows up. I kind of think you're right. He was playing a hunch, guys. Yeah. So was that he means... playing a hunch or was he playing? Was he a player? Huh? Saying he was playing a smooch. Oh, oh. Oh, let's see. And yeah. finally, Tom car- oh. Tom drives a car off the ledge to catch up to the bad guy in that parking garage. That's Airbag f- in effect. My final top ten. All right, Thomas. I, I I forgot about the hand, the drawing on the hand. Yeah. And, <laughs> and when I remember when I saw it, it kind of just went past me, and I, I looked at it. I, I was like, that that's got to be my top Tom because that was amazing. You know he. He drew a photorealistic. He just yeah. goes, "Is this the guy?" Well, but no, Jeremy Renner, this guy? <laughs> Jeremy Renner did say it's a bit crude, <laughs> but yeah, that's this. So that's this guy, Hendrix, Hendrix, Hen- Hendrix, or whatever it is. I mean, the, the the scene on the on the building is a top tom too because it was amazing. That's it, the scene everybody talks about. Yeah, it's and and the fact that he, you know, people go over and over the fa- he did he did a, he did that himself. No uh, stuntman for that. Yeah, no, he's Tom Cruise. That's got to be the top Tom. Top Toms. So that's top Toms. And now I feel like we can have a real conversation about Paula Patton. Otherwise known as, in this movie, Agent Carter. Jane Carter, yeah. Paula Patton, after watching this movie, and I've seen her in other movies, and I saw this movie, but watching it again, she has now joined my list of people who could slash should play Wonder Woman. Okay. 
And I, I wouldn't be against that. I don't know why that doesn't seem to come up ever when people talk about Wonder Woman. I know they've cast a Wonder Woman. Yeah. But anytime they bring up people to cast play Wonder Woman, they never I've never seen anybody bring up Paula Patton. When she tackles that other lady in that room, yeah. she's badass. I, I would not be against it. So there you go. My pick. Paula Patton as Wonder Here, Woman. Here's Done. what I would not be against. I would not be against Paula Patton appearing in Mission Impossible Five. But she didn't. I looked into that. There's a scheduling conflict. Oh. Yeah. I was like, they never repeat the girls, but uh, Simon Pegg comes back. Yeah. Jeremy Renner comes back. Luther comes back. Yeah. Even Tom Cruise comes back for all five movies. Luther as played by Eminem in the last scene. Right. That's right. I got it. I mean, I have something to say about that, but I'm saving that for my ne- for the next like segment. For the next segment. For, for uh, Cruise Control. Yeah. So I don't want to... I don't want to tip should that. We, well, should we dip into that, or do you well, want to keep we're still talking, talking about I mean, Paula Patton? Is there more to say about Paula Patton? I mean, I said my piece on Paula Patton. Well, I feel like Thomas might have something to say about Paula Patton. Your original uh, top Tom was anytime Paula Patton, Patton was is on screen. She's got a good presence. I like her. Not just for how she looks, but she looks intense. Yeah, she's hardcore. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's like intense. Wonder, she's, I'd be Wonder she, Woman. If she wasn't Wonder Woman, it wouldn't even bother me if she played Captain Marvel. Sure. And she could, and she could play if she wasn't Wonder Woman. Wait, if she she, wasn't Wonder Woman, but she is Wonder Woman, and (laughs) and she's Wonder Woman in my heart to me. Yours truly, and she could play (laughs) yours truly, Thomas Velasquez. Yes, (laughs) and she could play Monica Rambeau, Captain Marvel. She could. No, she couldn't. I don't think she could. I wouldn't like that. I'm just saying she could. I wouldn't like that. I don't think. Well, so could I. That's also that's also true. You're you're a Monica Rambo in my heart, though. You're welcome. That's a great Rod Stewart song. I mean, as much as I hate Rod Stewart, you're, <laughs> you're a Monica Rambo in my heart is his best song. It is his best song. Yeah, I think. Oh, well, it's his second best song after. Uh, if you th- do, you oh, think that I'm song's sexy? Gross. <laughs> that song is gross. It's is it gross because everything? It's him? Yes, like, part of it. If if a, if like. <laughs> If a different man or a lady sang that song, would it suddenly become? Oh, okay, yeah, that's. I acceptable. think if it, you know, I think it would be a better song if it wasn't so clearly sincere. <laughs> Do you think he he's actually asking someone in that song like if you want not my be- body? Yeah, he's not being facetious. He's just, that's what I mean. I, he's he's like saying, "Hey, do you think I'm? If you think I'm sexy, would you let me know?" Yeah, I think that's what's <laughs> happening. He's like, you know, I think he's he's genuinely asking if you want my body. Right. And you think I'm sexy. Let me know. Whereas I think if somebody did it with a little more, I don't know, charm and less smarm. Do you more charm, less smarm? That's your new campaign slogan. That's my new campaign slogan. You know who covered that song? Who covered it? Nell Carter and give me a break. That's funny. Okay, now I have a question. Yeah. Sexier than Rod Stewart? Yes or no? Sexier? Yes. Nell Carter, <laughs> give me a break. Now you said you didn't like you didn't like Rod Stewart singing it, it right? Did, it got a big reaction from the studio audience. All right, I'll say this. By what's the word I'm looking for? This has really got him. What's the no? There's a word I'm trying to find. What scrum? When you're doing proofs in geometry, what are those things that you write like theorems? What's postulates? Postulates. Wow. And what's the other? Is there a third thing? Holy crap. I don't know. By the the theorem of Monique. Okay. The Nell Carter version could be sexier. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to give Nell Carter way more credit than Monique. But I'm saying, 
by the theory of Monique. Okay, by the theory of Monique. Which is Monique constantly likes to talk about how sexy she is. Right. Now I understand where you're going. The Nell Carter version is sexy by virtue of the theory of Monique. You're saying if the theory has been proven true. Yes. If, of Monique, but it's, it's an if then. However, <laughs> the Monique theory remains a theory. Yes. yes not proven or disproven. But how does this to relate date. to Rod Stewart? Rod Stewart's gross. Okay, this is what I'm saying. Is the Nell Carter one gross as compared to the it Rod It wasn't. Stewart? It was not gross. Yeah. I'm going to say no, but I'm using the Monique theory as a fun. Okay. But it was played It was played more for like uh, laughs. You know, yeah, it's, an ir- it's ironic. I don't know that it was ironic because certainly wasn't the sort of thing we were laughing at her because we were in her corner as the studio audience. I was in the studio audience. Okay. You at were in home. the studio audience? At home I was. <laughs> the at-home studio. <laughs> so he was, he was there. We heard his clapping or no. Or you had the clap. I'm not sure what. Oh, nothing to be ashamed. I was of. just a kid. I was just a kid. <laughs> nothing to be ashamed of. His candle burned out long ago. <laughs> He's just a kid. It was something pre, like that. Prepubis. Prepubis. <laughs> there you go. Back in those days. All right. So are we are we covered on Paula Patton? I think we're okay. Chris. Uh, to reiterate, thumbs up. Okay. Oh, here's what I have to say. Did. You said that there was a scheduling conflict why she didn't come back. According to what I read on the internet. I wonder if Mar- the Marvel Cinematic Universe ruined the future of this character because she's called Agent Carter. And now they have a prominent Agent Carter that they based a series on. And Who's also Captain America. They have an Agent Carter, not an Asian Carter. Agent. <laughs> Agent! I don't think that has anything to do what with am I talking? What so am I either. talking to Chase Bank right now? Am I talking to PSENG? You're Agent! Talking, you're talking to Jake from State Farm. Saying you gotta like Are yell, you, you gotta say. Pants? Hmm. Actually, none of us. Were I didn't understand pants, what you said. Yeah, we're pantsless. It's a pants off, dance off. Without the dance off. So I don't think the Marvel Cinematic Universe did anything to uh, anything. Oh, I prefer Paula's Agent Carter. I've never watched a single episode of ABC's Marvel's Agent Carter. Let's as go much as I love Paula Patton, I gotta go with the other one. Because you like that. You like that British accent. Yes. They're right. Very good. Crikey. Crikey. Yes, exactly All right, then. right. How about we do some cruise control? This is a story about control. Cruise. And this time I'm going to do it my way. All right, it is cruise control. This is the segment on the show where we take control of the movie, talk about what we would change for better or worse. I have three things on my list. Anybody, anybody want to outbid me on three? No, I have one. I definitely have one. All right, I want to hear Thomas's. The end. I did not like the climax of the movie. Uh, I was not a fan of how the big climax for Tom was fighting an old guy. Even though Tom is old, he doesn't look old. Fighting an old guy in a... I, there, I understand some cool things happened. I, I, but agree, they, I agree. They're, they're like, they really had I was to, thinking there's no way that guy could give him right. even a... Even even though t- they they try to make it seem Tom's banged up a bit, I still don't think it was enough to even the playing field. It wasn't there. even close. He it, he because that guy after, was super old. After watching what he did at I the think prison, he might have been like eight years older than Tom. Like, but not in <laughs> move in real life, but not in the movie even verse. In the movie, in the movie verse, he's in his thirties. 
he he's he's Ethan in his hunt. Th- yes, he's in his thirties. He's he's gonna be in his thirties. Mm. No one outside of the movies ever ages out mm. past their thirties. Okay, considering looking at the two of them, forget about age. Yeah. Oh no, physically. But there's also yes. a thing called uh, uh, what do they call it? Like like I went to the gym one time, and there's like it's like your body might be younger or older than your chronological sure, sure, age. Sure, sure, sure. You went to the gym one time. Way younger. Sure, sure. sure. You went to the gym one time. Not one time. <laughs> now I will. I don't. I don't like to combat people's top tom or, or cruise controls, but no, we discuss them. We discuss them. But I do think there's more to the climax than just that fight in the parking garage. There's all that other stuff with the power and plugging in the relay and making sure all that stuff happens. I also did not like the Jeremy, the Jeremy Renner stuff with him with the floaty, floaty. Vest. I thought that was ridiculous. I thought none of that was necessary. They could have done all like he was like, why did you fall down this you know uh, shaft shaft with you know, we'll put a, a a gravity thing. Why? Why didn't they just stop the fan completely? Have him, you know, rappel down with a you know a more reliable rope. <laughs> Let's use this, you know, this rover that, and then they use a rover with these little wheels that was all these mountain, you know, mounds that he, you know, it was like. It's like Moon Patrol. Let's create. Yeah, it, it was, was, it moon, was patrol. Like moon Patrol. It's like let's create tension where there's probably really shouldn't be tension. But isn't that what the whole franchise is built around? Is creating these like. Re- weird scenarios. Well, I'll say, okay, so this goes to one of my cruise controls, which is every movie so far features Ethan Hunt and his team either disavowed, working outside the system, or unable to get the full resources of the IMF. And I'd like to see a movie where they can do all the things that the IMF, like working masks and working gadgets and all. Every movie, something has happened where they're on their own. You know, I didn't mind that the masks failed this time. No, it added, but again, all those things, every time they don't have all their full capacities, uh-huh. it's what creates the tension. The two gloves don't work. He's down to one glove. The vest thing, it's like rumbly bumbly, or the, the, the moon patrol. Like, imagine if everything worked, right? the movie would be like 20 minutes long. But everything does kind of <laughs> work. Is, is Where did they get that car from? They had no resources. I don't well, know. Didn't, didn't, uh, <laughs> he made the deal with the Russian guy, that's and right, I think I gave him a whole bunch of equipment. Guy. Is that what that were the okay? So and that's there was what all that saying? stuff in the train. I car. thought the Russian guy really was just giving him. I also didn't understand access to he, where the satellite was. No, because then he met up with them. They're like nice. Like he had the plane. Yeah, had like all. He's like, yeah, I made a deal with a friend. But then didn't that didn't that Russian same Russian guy call? He turned on him. Yeah, he told the Indian guy like, hey, they're gonna come and uh, they're gonna try and. Uh, he stop. told no, no. He told the Russian the Russian. The Russian. Hey, hey, I don't want to spoil things for you, but um, listen. You know how you want nuclear war to happen, <laughs> and we <laughs> everybody dies in the world. These guys are going to come try to stop it. <laughs> Just thought I'd give you a fair warning. He he was talking to the KGB guy, not the Indian guy. Oh, okay, all right. He he yeah he turned. I don't know if but it turned him t- in. Tom, Tom kind of wanted the KGB right. guy after him because he liked him. Right. He wanted no. I think and he wanted somebody see, to verify that Tom he was a good also guy. has magical timing powers because he knew that when he did mission accomplished, the guy would be right there to see him. Oh, no, he it. didn't know because he said mission accomplished like four or five times. <laughs> but time he knew he'd be so there. Good. He knew he'd be there. He knew he'd get to him eventually. Right. Yeah. Well, but he was on his tail the, the whole time from the hospital to to the to the morgue. <laughs> he yeah. But they don't see like they're supposed to be disavowed. Maybe I'd like to see the reverse of what you're talking about, where would they get disavowed and they don't have all the technology to do it. They've got to take a step back and go more crude to get things done. 
Now, it seems like every movie they sh- they're going a little crude. Really? Yeah. You haven't Just, seen them all. But look at that car. Well, they have to they have to show you what like how they're able to adapt yes. and innovate. Like <laughs> he escapes from the hospital, he's shirtless, yes. shoeless. Yes. He, Three seconds. He's yeah. got shoes. He's yeah, got a lucky shirt break. Those shoes were his size. <laughs> sure, <laughs> he didn't even check them. He just grabbed, grabbed them. them. Everything was his size. Yeah. When he's in the sandstorm, he just he get, grabs that scarf. Luckily, right, but he did have the he, goggles. Luckily, luckily he, had goggles. he had his goggles. Well, that, that's set up. But that that's, was set up because yeah. he had them from climbing the building. Right, right, right. right. Well, if that's what I'm saying. He just happened to keep them in his pocket. Well, yeah, because Renner's like, you got your goggles, and he throws them in the. It, that right. was good. That was a good bit of business. Chris, do you have any cruise control? What? I, I didn't have anything that uh, that, that jumped even out like, me to make my list. I thought one of you would be like more Paula Patton. I well, was going to do that, but I thought we discussed you know, that enough, so that's I the left thing. it alone. That is what I was going to say, and then I realized I jumped the gun oh, on it. Oh, this is suddenly yeah. that Senate Live sketch with the history teacher, and they goes the Nazis, and Adam says, like, oh, I was going to say Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> now, keep in mind, that's not on my list. Here are my cruise controls. One, I just mentioned. That every like, I'd like to see a situation where they can't have access to the facilities. I'd like to see that too. And IMF is not being shut down. Uh, me too. I was going to say that. <laughs> Second one is the very end. It's revealed that Ethan Hunt's wife is still alive. And there's a whole thing to make sure that she was kept safe. I thought it was dumb that they made eye contact from they knew yards away. Yeah, they so so she knows that he's alive. Yeah, there's something weird that. Rub me the wrong now, way. Now, you need to fill me in. When does the wife die? Is that in the first movie? In between movies. Yeah. In between so movies. he had a wife in the first one. The, the, no, he the, has a wife in the third the one. The third one, which is the movie that immediately preceded this okay. one. Okay. Ended with uh, them getting married and her finding out she, he's a secret spy. And, and they run off introduced together. to the spy friends. And, and then they lived happily ever after. Until At the end of the third one, that's what happened. Yes. Yeah. So this so fourth one starts. Very, they weren't married very long. We don't know. We so don't know how long is between this movie and the last one. But probably not very long. So he really didn't. That's why he's like, yeah, she can go. Yeah. My third cruise control, speaking of who gets to come back and who doesn't get to come back in these movies, is yet another Mission Impossible movie without Kittredge. And I want Kittredge to come back. I was going to say that, too. <laughs> I was going to say Kittredge. <laughs> I don't know who Kittredge is, but I was going to say that, too. Kittredge needs to come back in one of these movies. That's... My third and final cruise control. <sighs> and scene. Maybe we didn't need to rush through all these because now we've got nothing to say. Thank you. We'll see you all again. Sleep tight. <laughs>